Hey, Tidbitters. Welcome to Audio Tidbits. I'm having a little bit of a struggle. Let me explain to you what the deal is here. I heard on a podcast this morning that there are 4 million, count them, 4 million podcasts out there. Not podcast episodes, but different podcasts like Audio Tidbits is one of the 4 million. The next thing I heard was that about 600,000 have had updated episodes in the last, I think, 60 days. 600,000. That is just totally overwhelming. Now, where does Audio Tidbits fit into that? I don't know. I really don't know. What happens is that I listen to other podcasts and am struck by the fact that many of them are really high-level productions. And at the end, they list two, three, seven, ten people, a whole team, if you will, that has worked on that podcast. And sometimes they say, this particular episode has taken six months to develop. Now, how am I supposed to deal with that? That got me to thinking. <laughs> I know, things get me to thinking. Uh, it seems like, you know, I start thinking about one thing and then I start thinking about something else and it's hard to keep my focus sometimes. Uh, we, we think that little kids are the only ones that are hyperactive and have little attention problems, but sometimes those of us who are not little kids anymore certainly have those kinds of issues. At any rate, it got me to thinking about the fact that we tend to overwhelm ourselves. Uh, I went to the doctor maybe a couple of months ago, and everything was fine. But in the course of our little discussion that we had, he said that what he thought that I ought to consider is more exercise. Now, a little more exercise? No, not a little more exercise. It's like the four million podcasts. He said that a reasonable goal for someone my age would be 30 minutes a day, five days a week, vigorous exercise. And he said that you know that you're doing vigorous exercise if it would be difficult to carry on a conversation while you're exercising. Now, that's a reasonable criteria, I assume, but a criterion is singular. That's a reasonable criterion, but nonetheless... Me, 30 minutes a day, five days a week, can't carry on a conversation? I think the likelihood of that is someplace between slim and none. That also then reminded me, it's kind of like got me to thinking, that also reminded me of a chiropractor that I heard give a speech one time talking about exercise, movement, motion, and, of course, he was very proactive. He was in favor of that sort of thing. But he made what was, for me, a really important differentiation. He said that exercise starts with understanding 
that one step is better than no steps. One minute is better than no minutes. And setting goals that are far in excess of what we have any ability or interest in right now is ridiculous. What we should do is to set a goal to do just a little bit more than we regularly do, whatever that happens to be. So if our regular pattern is no steps, then always take one step. If we don't exercise at all, then start with a minute and see if you could get up to a minute most days. Every day, he said, is probably, again, overwhelming. But most days is probably doable, at least for a minute. That's also true with a lot of other kinds of things. And the important fact is that it's up to us. You know, I get to decide. My doctor doesn't get to decide how much I exercise. He can say whatever he wants to say, but 30 minutes a day for five days a week and not being able to talk while I'm doing it is probably not in my wheelhouse at least. So I think that that got me to thinking about something else. And you will note that my thoughts do tend to flip around. They just are first here and and then there. I was thinking about, you know, how we get kind of down on ourselves because we're not doing, can't do, there's too much to do. You know, competing with four million other podcasters is probably not something that's, you know, going to work out really extremely successfully for me, particularly since I don't compare myself to the other four million. I compare myself to the maybe a thousand or two thousand that are just extraordinarily successful. It's like saying, you know, I'm not going to play golf because I can't win the Masters tournament. I'm not going to play basketball because I'm not going to be invited to try out for the NBA. You know, it's that kind of reasoning, I think, that keeps us from succeeding, that keeps us from doing something, that keeps us from taking that one step, exercising for that one minute, making one podcast. I think the other thing that I would like to add to that is that nobody much cares whether we do it or not. You know, it's like having a bad day, and I'm going to share a little little excerpt for you that's about four minutes long here in just a second, about having a bad day. And I want you to listen to it, but two things I, I would like for you to focus on, if you will. If you don't want to, fine, it's up to you. It's just, I think it would be worth focusing on. Number one is doing something is always better than doing nothing. Getting started is better than not starting. Taking one more action, spending one more minute, is always better than not doing that. So, that's point number one. Number two is, if we're having a bad day, if we're feeling overwhelmed, if we're feeling like what we need to do is just way beyond our capacity, no one cares but us. Oh, sure, other people will be sympathetic. They'll give us encouragement. They'll tell us that they really feel badly for us. 
and then they move on. They go on and do whatever it is they're doing, and we are left there with our own pity party, if you will. So what I would like for you to do, if you want to, and if you don't, you won't, so why, why am I even saying it? Uh, at any rate, I'd say that a lot too, at any rate. And I also say, as they say, that's another one of my little uh, verbal tics. We all have them, I suspect. Anyway, uh, I'd like for you to listen to this, if you will, and give some serious thought to the underlying point that action is better than not action, non-action, doing something is better than doing nothing, and getting started is better than not getting started. We don't have to compete with the other four million podcasters, at least I don't. All I have to do is to talk to you. I don't have to have a thousand listeners or 10,000 listeners because you're listening. And that's important to me. So, uh, I, there I go, kind of mumbling around again. So, let's get at it. Here we go. Four minutes. Actually, it's four minutes and 40 seconds. <laughs> I'm kind of, you know, kind of trying to let you slip in by rounding down. But, at any rate, uh, I'll be back after we listen to this. Here we go. What's your notion of a bad day? I'm not thinking here about big events that foretell major or lasting consequences. Rather, I am thinking about those little annoyances and inconveniences that disrupt our otherwise comfortable and more or less predictable days. You know the kinds of things I am talking about, not being able to find your car keys, dropping your iPhone and cracking the screen, dripping coffee on your clean shirt. Getting a phone call that you have to take just as you are leaving the house when you're already running 10 minutes late. Remembering as you head out for lunch that you were supposed to be at the dentist two hours ago. Realizing that you still haven't started that report your boss needs this afternoon and you had planned to finish yesterday. It just so happens that I am having one of those bad days. My first discovery is that a bad day for me is always personal. By that I mean that like beauty. Bad days are in the eyes of the beholder. I think the key is that a bad day gets us off our game. What gets me off my game might not bother you one way or the other. Conversely, what gets you off your game may be something I would just take in stride. As I said, bad days are always personal. The next thing I have realized is that no one cares about my bad day. Sure, I can tell someone about it and he or she might even have a little sympathy but not much. It's not as or her bad day and after a small dose of sympathy, I will quickly figure out that I'll just have to suck it up and move on. My particular bad day started this morning. It was time to work on my podcast and I realized that I didn't have anything to say. Normally not having anything to say is no reason for a bad day unless you were supposed to be podcasting, unless your significant other says, we need to talk. Unless you were 10 years old and your teacher asks you why you didn't do your homework, or perhaps unless your boss wants to know why the report you intended to write yesterday isn't on her desk this afternoon. Back to my podcast and not having anything to say? I admit it. I am hoping for an inspiration. I know that's a little like hoping that a coffee stain on my shirt will suddenly disappear or, or that a crack in my iPhone screen will magically repair itself. Maybe teacher will just smile and tell you that you are really smart so for you, homework is optional or perhaps your boss will just chuckle and say, no problem. 
When I asked for the report, I was only making a suggestion. It's for that inspiration I am hoping for, Frank Tibbold said, we should be taught not to wait for inspiration to start a thing. Action always generates inspiration. Inspiration seldom generates action, this kind of sounds like that getting the cart before the horse thing. I guess my personal bad day is likely to stay inspiration free so action is my only viable course. The situation calls for action, for doing something instead of just staring at the microphone, waiting for that inspiration. Alfred Adler said, trust only movement. Life happens at the level of events, not of words. If the point is not sinking in as I sit and stare, I need to remember what Arnold Glassow had to say about this inspiration thing. An idea not coupled with action will never get any bigger than the brain cell it occupied. I may be experiencing a small flicker of motivation, especially given how small a single brain cell probably is. The key now is to see if I can convert that bit of motivation into a modicum of action. I do have a tendency to think that only the great and glorious are worth doing so must latch onto Peter Marshall's perspective. He said, small deeds done are better than great deeds planned. I can feel myself moving off the dime. My podcasting paralysis seems to be passing. Yes, I do recall that Ernest Hemingway said, never mistake motion for action, but this feels a lot like real action. An Arabian proverb advises that a promise is a cloud. Fulfillment is rain, I do hope my bad day transitions from cloudy to rain, from contemplation to action, from will do to done. I think I will let Betsy Canis Garman share the last word just to remind myself that there is more to podcasting than collecting clever lines from others. She said, no to self, finding a cool quote and writing it in your journal is not a substitute for getting it done, I think this makes her one of the wise ones. It really is true that when we are having a bad day, our best option when more is said than done is to suck it up and move on. Okay, there we go. I am certainly tempted to try to expand on the point, try to expand on the very notion that you just spent time listening to. But if you're like me, don't you hate it when someone tells you something and then spends 10 minutes trying to elaborate, expand, tell you again what they just told you? My usual reaction is to think, I got it the first time. You don't need to tell me again. Uh, you know, I, I, I catch on pretty quick. At any rate, I think that the message, of course, is suck it up and move on. And in the context of our discussion today, I think the conclusion is more specifically Suck it up and do something. Don't just turn into yourself and feel overwhelmed. Don't be a victim of inertia. Okay, so much for that. I think it's time for a little treat from Kevin McLeod. I always like to finish up with one of Kevin's creations that usually cheer me up and make me feel just a little more peppy. Make me feel a little more like sucking it up and doing something. So, be well, do well, and here's Kevin's treat for the day. Thanks for stopping by.
Music by Kevin McLeod.